Hi, I'm Bethany. This is Pastor Brad, and we're here with the Weekend Extra. Um, this week we are talking about Love Always Hopes um, in our Love Liable series. And uh, I, again, this week I've had so many notes to take and um, just have been learning so much through this series um, and just thinking about you know, where I am in this world. And I think everybody's probably kind of doing that and trying to figure out, like, how do we live this out? Um, I love some of the things you said, you know, um, to, to wait for something with full confidence is what hope is. And, um, and then we need to take that hope and offer it to the world. And um, I was thinking about some of my negative friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm an eternal optimist. Um, yeah, good. I can You're find my kind of people. Yeah. Let's I forget can, the negative ones. That's just right. Talk. No, <laughs> but we can't. And there are times that I'm negative. Like there's times where, um, I will message friends and be like, I think I just whined a whole lot and I don't like whining. I don't like it for my kids and I don't like to do it myself. So, um, I was thinking about, you know, um, a lot of times I grow weary listening to complainers mm. and I want to offer them hope and I'm always the person that's like well there's this or we could try that or we can try this and um and they shoot it down every single time so um I get very weary in the offering of hope sometimes yeah. and um with those people so how do you how do you recommend dealing with that kind of person in our in our world yeah they um they can be very um taxing, right? Mm -hmm. Just like people like myself probably um, can be annoying at times, right? So oh, yeah. we, all sure we, we, we all have our things, <laughs> but I don't, I think sometimes I think what, like when I think of love always hopes in those kind of situations, that's a good question. But I think some people, um, I think, I think the easy way is to try to tell them how to fix it. Right. I think the hard thing when hoping is being their friend, even though they are complaining, right. and there's a right time to, ad to address those things and all that stuff. But I think it's sticking with them even when they're not listening to us, even right. when they're not taking our advice, even when they're not heeding what we say, even when they're shooting up sometimes, but you're still with them. Right. And I think hope shows I'm not giving up on you because I think right. a lot of times, it, well, my tendency is if a person complains a lot, I try to avoid them. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so then that's not being very hopeful. Right. Right. Um, I know uh, sometimes I get this feeling after I've left the situation, I'm like, oh, why don't they take my advice? You know, and I think, Bethany, listen, just listen, mm -hmm. you know, and um, sometimes maybe that's all someone <laughs> needs. Yeah. But um, here I am offering all kinds of helpful, in my opinion, suggestions and things like that. But um, sometimes I think I just need to close my mouth and, and not. Um, that's a, well, it's a hard thing to do. Right. It's a hard thing to do because we like to talk. We, right. We like to. Right. You know, I mean, we li we like to think we have the answers and it feels good to come through for people to fix them. Absolutely. But I think it's the f it's think it's the feeling for them and being there for them. And because there's yeah. probably something that's driving that that's complaining. You know, what I mean, if it's a constant complainer, if right. it's con there's probably something that's in there, mm -hmm. you know, some kind of hurt or something. But. Right. So I loved what you said, too, about having an eternal perspective um, and letting hope change us, um, you know. Years ago, um, I was in a pretty hopeless situation and I was very frustrated. So I started just praying, you know, help me look for the positives. Help me um, to 
to find the joy in things. And that's, I kind of equate joy with hope a lot of times um, because it doesn't necessarily mean I'm happy all the time. It just means that I can look at the situation and be like, God's got this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was thinking during the sermon too that um, when I went through my divorce, um, one of the things I said to a friend was, you know, even if this is the worst situation that's ever happened for me, and it was, um, if my ex-spouse knows Jesus more because of everything we've gone through and the way that I'm choosing to live through this, then that is the best thing that could ever happen. And so I think just hearing this and knowing that when we um, offer hope to others, um, we can find hope for ourselves. And like you were saying, too, it's not all about us. (laughs) Um, Sometimes you have to give things away and it's going to cost you something. And that cost me a lot. Um, But at the same time, um, my hope is for a great eternity for all of us involved. So yeah, because you might not always see this. Um, you might never see the answers while you're right. here on Earth, and we might never know why it works out the way that it does. But right. I, and it's not always in about how the person responds. But right. I think it's about how we're acting out of love. We can't control how somebody responds, and it's up to them and up to people what they do with the hope. Right. But it's like that eternal perspective of waiting on God. Because even like Josh talked last week about Joseph. Think mm-hmm. about how long he tr- he had to trust God, right? Oh, my Just goodness, imprisoned yeah. and all those things. But yet, in the end, he's like, you know, you intended it for evil, but God intended it for good. And um, that's hopeful. Yeah, it really is. I loved what you said at the end. um, Pray impossible prayers. Pray big, big things for people. And um, I just love that. I love that uh, we have that opportunity to commune with God and um, to hope for people that are hopeless. And uh, I think with this being a big week at um, grace with the grace race and with feed my starving children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really exciting to see that we can pray and then we can go out and serve and walk these things out. So, um, any advice on how to get plugged in and, uh, serve and, and kind yeah. of drop the pebble in the water? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would go, right now we're looking at connect groups starting up. I think any way you can get around people, I think mm-hmm. use the, I think use what the church has to its fullest. If you can, there's a bent, um, you know, if you just watch online and those things, which is great, you get great information. But the th- beautiful part about being in a church together with people, you get to interact with them, you get that relationship, and you get people who are hopeful being in your life, and you can exp- maybe express hope to people, right. or other people can pick you up when you're down. So whether you're going through a difficult time like you were talking about, or whatever, people have your back, or, or people are there for you. If nothing else, there's people who will pray for you and will commit to you. And, um, you know, but none of us are perfect. But right. it's pointing people to Jesus, who is perfect, and right. we probably will let you down at times. But you need to keep putting putting yourself out there. So I'd encourage you to check out the Connect groups. You know, look at areas like with our city partners. We I know we have a city serve thing coming up. All kinds of information on the app that we can check out there, and yeah. uh, just try something, even if it's something small. You know, you can always serve, serve weekly or, but I don't know, just, just try something. Feed my serving children was a great. You saw how the benefits of that, right? right. How you can do a tangible thing and make a big difference. And right. so th- some of the things might not have numbers with all these meals like Freedom right. of Serving Children did, which is amazing. But you don't the, it, you don't know what results are happening in a right. person's heart. Well, like you said, even making eye contact with someone and saying hello yeah. can be 
world-changing for yeah, someone. Yeah, smiling. Like right. I said hi to someone I was running the other day, and they just ignored me. It felt really hurtful. Right. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, but maybe they had the earphones, and I don't know. I, but, yeah, right. <laughs> but I try to say hi to everybody and smile, and sometimes I, maybe that's creepy. I don't know. But well, we're just trying, right? I'm a creeper, too. <laughs> but <laughs> I think okay. you can go back to the praying thing. I, th- I think sometimes I, where I was convicted is I, I just, you know, in Ephesians, what Paul says, you know, God will give us more than we ask or imagine. And I don't, I don't think it's just praying self-centeredly, but right. God has God can do incredible things. Absolutely. And, and we sometimes are just praying for better test scores or right. or even if someone can overcome an addiction, but yeah, which is a huge thing. Yeah. And, and we keep praying for those things. But man, what could what about a lot of big things that could happen? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm Bethany. This is Pastor Brad. This is a weekend extra. We'll see you next weekend.